Welcome to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Listen to in-depth discussions about different legal fields and hear insights and lessons learned from practitioners across our enterprise. Chapter 21, Legalman Conversations, Training and Education. Greetings, Navy JAG community. This is Master Chief Richie at OJAG Headquarters. Now that Master Chief Larkins has been identified as my relief to serve as the next Senior Enlisted Advisor to the Judge Advocate General and Command Senior Enlisted Leader, Naval Legal Service Command, I wanted to take just a minute to talk a little bit about her and the amazing leadership within our community in general. Now, Vice Admiral Hannock and Rear Admiral Crandall interviewed four of our outstanding Master Chiefs for this position. I did not envy them the difficult choice of selecting just one, as all of them have the breadth of experience and passion necessary to lead our community. I am so proud of the tremendous talent that we have in our senior enlisted ranks and the fact that it made it a pretty tough choice. The community was going to win no matter what. Now, I first met Master Chief Larkins about seven years ago. She was a senior chief at the time, and my first impression was simply, wow, how can I bottle up her enthusiasm and share it with others, myself included? I think that uh, those that have had the pleasure of working with Master Chief Larkins or just simply know her well, knows that she is a truly motivated, dedicated, no-nonsense, but compassionate leader. She strives for excellence in all that she does always looking for better ways to do things while just getting the job done. She challenges her sailors and demands excellence from them. No excuses. It's an absolute honor and a privilege to get to lead this awesome community, and I feel so good about turning over the reins to Master Chief Larkins this summer. I am absolutely excited for her and our community. Congratulations again, Master Chief. Welcome to our podcast, Paralegal Education and Training. I'm Chief Greener, the Chief of Defense Paralegal Programs for TCAP. I'm joined today by Mass Chief Legalman Brooke Larkins. She is the Senior Enlisted Leader for Naval Justice School. Thank you for taking part in this podcast, Mass Chief. Thank you, Chief Greener. So first question is in regards to the PQS. And as we know, the Legalman PQS was released last year. And it was developed with fleet experts in coordination with Naval Education Training Command and Center for Service Support. The question from the fleet we have is, is there a plan for the PQS and its implementation? The plan for the PQS is like every other PQS out in the fleet. It's going to be dependent on the AOR and they're going to have the flexibility to come up with the training in order for the completion of the PQS. Upon completion of the PQS, Somebody from the chain of command will contact Naval Justice School and there will be a final exam that covers everything that encompasses the PQS and you would have to score an 80 or above to actually be qualified. Excellent. In regards to the PQS, uh, another question we have is, are LNs authorized to submit feedback reports for the PQS? And if so, how do they do that? Well, the first step would be to contact the chain of command and talk through with whatever feedback that they feel that should be submitted in regards to the PQS. And if they feel that something does need to be brought up to the chain of command's 
attention. On the back of the PQS, there is a feedback form that you can fill out providing whatever justification questions that you may have, and that will be submitted through that feedback form to Center for Service Support, and they'll provide, they'll contact Naval Justice School for clarification. Excellent. Sounds pretty simple. So our next question is in regard to the 52-week training topics. Is NJS in progress of submitting, creating, or revising training materials for 52-week training? Absolutely. We're always looking at ways to improve our training that we're providing to the fleet. Last year, we had a professional development team which scrubbed all of the topics that we had for our 52-week training, identified the ones that were the most relevant, updated the PowerPoints, and also included knowledge checks, which you can find on Blackboard. Okay, so when we're talking about 52-week trainings uh, and people giving those, I have seen that sailors, when they are assigned a topic to give training, uh, is there a baseline PowerPoint that they can use to start off for a particular subject, or do they have to start from scratch? They do not have to start from scratch. That's one of the things that we received from the fleet as far as everybody reinventing the wheel. All the PowerPoints are on Blackboard, which the sailors can download and utilize and tailor to their AOR, giving them the baseline relevant information for that particular topic. Awesome. So it sounds like they have a little bit more time in their pocket to, instead of creating PowerPoints, they, they'll have more time to actually get down into the weeds and learn more about these topics to help their fellow sailors. Right. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, my next question is in regards to courses for legal men at Naval Justice School. Uh, is NJS currently considering adding any more classes at NJS for the legal men? NJS is always open to new ideas as far as developing courses. As long as there is value added to them, we will look at it to see if that course is not already covered in another course that NJS is actually hosting. Okay. With with that being said, so there are a lot of courses out there where uh, they seem to be designed for attorneys but are very relevant to our legal men. Are legal men able to take those courses? Yes, they are. Once they submit their justification, NJS will look at it to see if they're the right fit for it. And there are many courses that they can attend. For example, the SJA course, the ethics course, the legal officer course, special victims capability course. As long as you go to SharePoint and it's available to an attorney, the legal men can submit to go to that course too. Awesome. So that uh, course catalog for NJS is actually pretty easy to find, is it not? Yes, it is. It's just right on that front page on SharePoint. Yes. All right. Thank you, Master Chief. Uh, my next question is in regards to Military Justice Act of 2016. As most of our uh, community is aware, in January 1st, Military Justice Act will go into effect, and a lot of changes are coming forth with uh, that act. What effect will this have on our courses, the PQS, training, and even the advancement exam? For the courses that are being held at NJS, we have the cross-functional teams that are going through and updating each of the particular topics that will be affected by MJA 16. As far as the PQS, we have not really looked into that to see how much it really affect, and that's one of the great things about giving the AOR to have the flexibility 
to make those changes as necessary because a lot of the line items are pretty generic and as far as if the changes do affect it, it really shouldn't affect the line items. As far as the advancement exam, NJS put a request in to update our, op our occupational standards and we should be doing that in sometime fiscal year 19. Okay, excellent. Uh, and with the PQS, uh, I understand it, it's also periodically reviewed as well. So even if the line item may have been affected, it would be caught during the next review, correct? Correct. So all of the PQS, the DAVED trust, and the occupational standards has a standard periodicity in order to be updated. Okay, excellent. Mass Chief, uh, in regards to training and education, uh, what would you say that the differences are between training and education? Mick Pondsmith just talked about this a few days ago, and he brought up some really good points. That training prepares you to deal with the known scenarios and develop tactics, to respond in proven ways that require repetition to build muscle memory skills to execute those tactics under pressure and less optimal conditions. Education teaches you critical thinking skills. Very different from training, education prepares you to look at a problem and probe the unknown to reason through and find solutions for the unknown. Ideally, you want to have both skill sets in, a, in abundance, but requires very different methods to develop. Training can be best accomplished through repetition with slight variations to increase the ability to apply techniques and methods under varying conditions. Education is best accomplished through reading, through writing, through college level work that requires research, analysis, and applying concepts and theories from very different situations to one you are concerned with in your studies. Excellent. Thank you, Mashheep. So it sounds like we really need to have a balance of both training and education. So attending 52-week training within your command and going out and doing off-duty education or on-duty education through LPEP and Naval Justice School. Is that correct? Absolutely, Chief Greener. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Mashheep. Uh, thank you for your time today. Uh, have a great day. You too. Thank you. Right, bye. You have been listening to JAG Talk, a podcast series featuring Navy JAG community experts. Visit jag.navy.mil for additional chapters of this podcast series. Thank you for tuning in.